what the heck guys welcome back <laughs> so i'm sitting here with my first guest how exciting is that so go exciting. ahead and introduce yourself i'm my name is micah <laughs> i've been friends i've been friends with stacy since second grade yes long time this is a long time coming today we're just going to kind of share some thoughts um, on various topics with you guys some in-person stuff some real life stuff some um, journey stuff and we're just going to kind of see where it takes us so do you want to kind of tell them a little bit about you all right so the biggest thing about me is that i don't play amen (laughs) Um, (laughs) i don't take your yeah period (laughs) yeah but um I, I I like to do art, and I am a trans male. I've identified as that for uh, about a year. Yeah, um, And I have severely altered myself physically since then, and I will continue to do so, despite what parents may want. <laughs> we love that. But I've also really come to find myself and understand myself, and I kind of wanted to talk about that, if that'd be okay. Absolutely. All right. So with that, we're just going to kind of start with some questions for Mr. Micah about how transitioning has kind of impacted his mindset and the things that he's kind of learned along the way. Okay. Yeah. Take the floor. All right. Well, I I continue to learn every day when you identify as trans or you're any sort of LGBT entity or a person of color or what have you. You actually get to learn more and more every day. Um, that's one of the cool things about it. I learn more about myself. You learn to embrace yourself over time. And a lot of trans guys struggle with... Uh, understanding themselves and feeling feeling themselves you know and I think that we all deserve to feel ourselves I love that I think everybody should yeah it's not and the thing about it is is people will tell you to but it's not going to work until you're really there it's kind of something you learn not something that you have automatically it's something that you have to just kind of come into and for me that was I achieved with experimenting with my look Nice. What about you? Are you know? <laughs> yeah, we love that. That is awesome. So at what point in your life did you say you would, you recognize those signs that you weren't comfortable with who you were? I always felt awkward and you can literally see it. Like it, if I were to pull up a picture of myself before, you can literally see how uncomfortable I was. I would go in the shower and I'd look down and be like, what is this? Like, I felt so physically uncomfortable. And then when I discovered binders, that was was the shit. Drum roll, please. That was it. That was definitely it. Um, But dysphoria is also a big thing that affects a lot of us. Uh, It's something you have to get used to and learn to deal with in your own way. Nice. So within dealing with all of the trauma, I guess you could say, of understanding where you're coming from, or like 
where or what you're wanting to do as far as moving direction-wise into a lifestyle a little bit more male or masculine, how are you looking for like a balance or are you, do you balance that out or what, do you like just a find... masculine identity or yeah. for me, honestly, how masculine I feel really just depends on what I'm wearing and um, it can depend on the music I'm listening to or it can depend on how I'm sitting. Um, I have moments where I'm more flamboyant and I have moments where I'm less but I always remember that male is my own definition and it doesn't have to be what everyone wants it to be per se. It's your own thing. Your identity is your own thing. You know? That is awesome. I yeah. love that. Also, brief intermission. We apologize for the wonderful background noises <laughs> of this local Starbucks. <laughs> but we're literally doing this like around other people. In public. The most real conversation you've ever heard. Raw. Yeah, if you were around us, you'd be getting first class. A really I lovely love uh, audience here today. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, a whole two Period. people and what their if we have a, What if we get like a talk show? We should. For real. I think we should do a talk show. And we have guests. That can would I be, be so like fun. your quirky side character that like? Can I be like the Hannibal Burris here, Eric Andre? Yes. Period. Absolutely. <laughs> of course. Yes. We love that. Who shot Hannibal? You can be like, I feel like you would definitely be that like motivational person in the corner. Love yourself. Respect Except yourself. yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know like what I'm the, about? Oh, the naked dude that yeah, was in yeah. the highway. That's, that's yeah. The, one. <laughs> the hippie. That Wasn't was he a hippie? And he had like the yeah. cardboard type. He had like a cardboard yes. type that says love yourself. And he's naked, but he had, he yeah, had like a. Yeah. He had like a necklace on or something. I love that for him. Me too. But that's how I'm trying to be. That's the energy I'm trying to radiate, honestly. Yes. I also think that like um, the key to unlocking my third eye has been uh, has been a little different than most people's. Yeah. Because I had to learn from shitty experiences and a lot of my self-growth has happened so recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that, about self-growth and about how you're perceived in public now versus how you were. I've literally been told now, uh, like, do you mean like pre-transition or like just with the confidence boost? And yeah. Shit? Okay, well, so, sorry. No, you're, um, you're good. Confidence boosted up. Okay, so, like, I've asked people if they've noticed anything different, or people would tell me, I've had, like, two people tell me, two or three people, that I, my energy is different, like, my confidence is better, and I honestly think most of it comes from the hair. Yes. (laughs) The hair and the piercings and the tattoos, I just feel, like, very masculine, but very not at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, I just... I look as gay as I feel. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's what that's what I really like about it. But it's it gives me like energy. Dressing right and styling myself, it gives me energy. It makes me feel correct. Nice. We love that. You do too. You're looking stylish. You're giving us very much class. Yes. You're giving I've us got the, the whole fall colors going on over here. I've been wearing a sweater since August. We're not going to talk about it. But it's true. 
you just can't wait. I, no, I wait. can't. I think, there, no, there's nothing classier than a sweater and, like, black mom jeans. Yeah. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. Just nothing. And, like, a really cool, if you don't have a Dickies belt, then you're out. Like, you Period. know what I mean? <laughs> Dickies are nothing. That's right. Dickies is right or die type of brand. Amen, you're, you're with it or you're not. Okay. Yeah. A whole $12 at Walmart. Right. Period. We love that. Oh, I got a response, speak of the devil. Uh-oh. <laughs> not a response. Yeah. Well, that leads us to our next topic. Oh. So, we kind of came up with the idea for this episode of just like a bunch of things that we wanted to talk about as far as Micah's transition and how he's able to kind of come into himself a little bit more, which is what you guys got to hear in the beginning. And then for this next part, Micah has a lovely story that he would like to share with you guys, a little bit personal. So if anything around the topic of relationships or whatever, or for who knows why, but if that offends you in any way, this is your time to go. And we are just going to dive in and we're going to give Micah the floor, let him explain a little bit about what's going on, and then offer some A1 Dr. Stacy advice. All right, so here is the thing. When you identify, when you are a trans individual, whether it be male, female, non-binary, gender fluid, whatever, you're going to have to deal with being fetishized. It's something you are going to encounter and how you deal with it is up to you. Uh, I've been fetishized at my workplace. I've been involved with someone that really wrecked my self-esteem for a little bit without even having to lift like a finger, it seemed like. And I, I recently started to really understand that negativity and how it was affecting me. And I just have started to play the game back, as they say, and gain back my confidence through that and not allowing myself to be a kink or a fetish and it's given me a lot of strength because if anyone has a fetish for anything that has to do with me it's going to be for me not for the fact that i'm trans i love that it's going to be for me yes exactly and i feel like a lot of us sell ourselves short because of our dysphoria makes us think we look different than we do you are all hot you need to realize how hot you are you need to understand that and take ownership of yourself You don't need to be viewed as some kind of toy. You deserve better than that. You all deserve better than that. Yes. Now, write that down, guys. Write that down. Because that was good. Period. Dude. It's true. I just, I feel like a lot of people have really low self-worth, especially trans people. And I know that some of that has to do with your environment and how you get treated. But... Don't internalize that and let that feed on you and distort who you are because you just need to take ownership of yourself. And even if it's hard for you to do it financially right now, you need to know that you're going to find a way. You're going to find a way out of this situation and you're going to start to express yourself. And, you know, then you won't have to worry about people coming and taking advantage of you and stuff like that. Right. Like as a trans person. I think it's really cool to be able to say that I was able to experience before transition, Micah, and who you are now, because I'm able to kind of see both sides as to where people who are just meeting you now, they're they're not able to, and the yeah. growth from where you were then to who you are now is just, I remember, you know, going out with you back then, and you just, you 
you know, you were able to have fun and you were able to be in the moment, but you could just tell, like, the second we had went anywhere that it, it just wasn't for you, that you just weren't internally happy. Now yeah. it's like going out with you, you're flamboyant, you're willing to go <laughs> out, you know, and people are noticing your confidence. Literally, guys, just walking in here today, Micah got told how awesome he looked, and it, it's just like, you know, that it, that's crazy, too, because you know you look good. You, and then you feel good, and then other people tell you. I think that everyone should learn and take some time to research how to dress themselves and what hairstyle that they want, and you shouldn't be afraid to experiment. And I understand that some people are very attached to their hair and stuff like that. If you are, you don't have to cut it. But try something different for yourself and see how that feels, because I guarantee if you really experiment, you're going to find how you feel like you are on the inside and I feel like the more punk I look the more confident I feel sweet very uh what's that what's that guy you said earlier when we first got here you were like I look just like him Guy Fieri (laughs) that's the look yeah that's the look like emo Guy Fieri we love that that's the look honestly but it is it really is and but you you're 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 styling over here too though okay I uh I I play it safe I like very. I don't. I don't want to put myself on a pedestal here because I know how that can kind of sound. But I like a a crisp look, I guess. Like a yeah, clean, yeah, yeah. Clean look. I like very. You keep it simple, like in terms of like you don't over accessorize or anything like that. Yeah. You don't, you're not like gaudy with anything that you're wearing. I yeah. I feel like the gaudier I am, the better. But I feel like with your style and who you are, this works better for you. Thank you. Very, I, I kind of like simplistic. It's although like, if you did want to change it up, I mean, yeah, I'd be here for it. Be all way. for it. But yeah, I'm feeling the sweater. You know. Thank you. I. You, it doesn't have any like lint on it or anything. How do you do that? <laughs> it's it's a secret I'll never tell. My pants like have so much lint on them and they just got washed. But I walked in here like they didn't look like that. Yes, I, just, I love that. As we should. As we should. And we did. We really did. We ate that. Yes. Hmm. What the heck? <laughs> wow. We went over, like, so many things in, in such, such a short, short amount of time. Yeah. Hmm. Is there... What else do you want to talk about? Ooh, I got to Do it. Yeah, bring it up. We could do, like, piercing suggestions for people or something. Yeah, go ahead. like, hey, DM us, and we'll tell you what you should get. Yeah. You know so, what I can see you with? What's that? If I look at your face oh, head wow. on for a piercing, you know, like when people get pierced like right above the corners of their lips, really oh, under their nostrils, wow. and they get two. You'd look cool with that. Would I? Yeah. Really? Do it. Get like two. Do little, it. Do yeah. <laughs> or you could get a dermal. I can see you with that, but the only problem is if it rejects, it leaves a scar. Um, I think that those are badass, but not everyone likes that. True. So, except for the thing on my lips. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, Micah's thing is piercings. <laughs> yeah, right now. This this kid loves them. I'm addicted to them. And, uh, tell them what you have and okay, or so had. About a month ago, two months ago, I started piercing, getting pierced. I have my Earl, which is the bridge of my nose, at about 16 G. I got my tongue done recently. I got my septum. And I had my vertical labrae, but she rejected. Uh, I was thinking about maybe getting a tattoo on my lower lip or 
getting uh, something going through the top lip vertically and then like a labret piercing or something, like a spike coming out of the chin, you know? Wow. Because I wanted to get this thing called Dahlia Bites, but I heard it'll mess up your teeth and teeth are expensive. Right. Speaking of teeth, I don't know about you, but teeth are like the first thing I look at when I look at people. Like if you have nice teeth, you're automatically attractive. I'm like, I don't even care what you look like. Like if you have good teeth to me, I will never let you go. Like you're my thing. The guy that was kind of like flirting with me at work, like recently, he has braces and his teeth are bad. Oh, oh, okay. They're not like awful. They're not awful, but they're... (laughs) <laughs> they're 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 uh, interesting. They're interesting. Yeah, <laughs> his braces and he's twenty two. I love that for him. I do. Oh gosh, I love that. But he's very sweet though. Yeah, I I hope he's not weird. I'll be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is amazing. I hope he's not weird. I hope he's for not real. weird for your sake. I, hope I know, right? Not if not, maybe I'll see what's cooking at Crocs. Creating more <laughs> drama for myself. What's cooking? I love it. Or just not, or just not, and just like making work easier for myself. (laughs) That's true. There's like two options. What there's a saying. They're like, don't, don't mess where you eat. Don't shit where you sleep. Yeah, something like that. Don't shit where you eat. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I think it's that. (laughs) And that's true. (laughs) That is true. I don't have any experience with that. I well, know. Well, no, I don't. I don't think I have it. Once I get a car, I can literally just quit my job if it's bad enough and go work somewhere else. Right. That'd be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, yeah. Just like go sex someone and then leave. Yeah. And <laughs> get a new job. There you go. Peace out. <laughs> That'd be honestly so, what we're at. A, a common theme on my podcast, if you don't, in case you don't know what it's called, it's called Modern Mentality. And I called it that because in the society that we're in nobody really has a modern mindset a modern mentality they all like to think very either opposite-ended or they're strict in one way of thinking they're not very open-minded yeah or they're tainted by with societal views yeah and so a common theme for the last couple of episodes that i have on here people love to ask me relationship advice i've gotten how to be more confident within yourself which you answered very well in the beginning thank you thank you i would say for my viewers who are like guys i need some help i'm stuck with the relationship stuff what is one piece of advice that you could share with any of them as far as maintaining your own self-worth in a relationship and then not allowing certain things to happen I would say one important thing to keep in mind is think to yourself, like for me it'd be, would Micah treat me this way? No, he wouldn't. Oh my God, stop. Think about that. So say, would Stacy treat me this way? No, she wouldn't. Okay, then you're out. That's it. That's it. And I know I can be kind of a hypocrite because people rope you in sometimes. Shit happens. But that is always something to remember. And don't don't let anyone take things farther than you don't want them to because you got to remember you're going to have to deal with the consequences if you let that happen you got to put your foot down and you got to know what your self-worth is right holy crap that was really good (laughs) i i've definitely i've been in the position to where i've thought you know i would never allow or even think to treat somebody the way i've been treated and yet it's still kind of manifested into a bigger problem and until I was like okay you know what 
this is how they are and then this is how I am. And this is how, even though they treated me this way, I'm still going to remain who I was. And the fact yeah. that, you know, yeah, I probably wasn't treated the best, but I'm not going to let that affect any other potential, whether that be friendship or whatever I come across. Oh, yeah. Don't ever close the door for, especially like, let's just say you're in, kind of involved with someone, but they don't seem serious or they're wasting your time in some way. Don't shut your doors because you can make that person jealous as fuck. And you will feel so powerful. Trust me. Don't close yourself off and miss opportunities. And it's hard. And I'm only 20. I have a lot to learn. I've I've made a lot of mistakes. Um, But I think we all have. And I just feel like it's important to try to be mindful of what you're involved in and who you're involved with that's always important if someone's not telling you stuff to leave because don't involve yourself with stuff like that if you see anything any red flags anything suspect don't stick around don't involve yourself with that right would you say that in today's society it has become common to normalize toxicity and red flags yes because men exist and and cisgender men are allowed to get away with a lot more things and uh women and you know everyone else is just expected to coddle them yeah and because of that they do horrible things they don't have like understanding of how they're affecting other people and there's no excuse for that especially if they're legal adult right you know I feel like once you're 18, like, you should be getting your shit together. Oh, yeah. And you should be respecting people. I'm not saying you got to have your life figured out, but you need to know how to treat other people by then, I Especially, would say. yeah. And especially people that you know are good people. Of course. Especially not, not just good people, but good people in your life. Like, if you know that they bring value to your life in some form or another, and yet you still place them on such a low rung on the ladder in your life then that is not on them like I've seen a lot of like men that seem to walk around with this huge ego and I feel like the only way sometimes to combat it is to either let them know like where they're actually at and check them if it gets bad enough or you show up with the same ego right and you you show them what's really up Exactly. You know, that's what you have to do sometimes. It's not easy. It's something you have to learn. But for me, since I've identified as male and I've been integrated into a male society, I know how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like more people deserve the opportunity to be able to do that. If we raised everyone equally, everyone would know how to do that. Right. We'd all have egos. Exactly. But I feel like women in our society have been screwed out of the opportunity to have that confidence in themselves. They, they get, like, oppressed and stuff from a young age, and they have to really earn their... They feel like they really have to earn their place. And it's a lot of hard work. For sure. And it's not fair. Yeah. You know? So you have to learn how to combat that. But it also makes you stronger. Right. I know from my own account, there were several times within the schooling that I took that I was looked down upon because of my age because of my size I wasn't as big as my classmates and in a career field like I have it's especially not great because 
it's like you've done all the work and that's very physically 